Welcome to Practice the Kingdom. Hello everybody, I am Brian and this is Practice the Kingdom. I'm so excited that you are here today. And I have some amazing news. We've got Michelle Clifton here <laughs> who's with us. And we're so excited that she's here because the Lord has been doing some amazing stuff in her life. And I can't wait to hear about it. And I can't wait for you guys to be able to hear about it as well. So Michelle, tell us, why are you here? What's, what's, uh, how, uh, tell us, um, uh, what's, what's your story? Like what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really excited to be here today. Thank you for having me. And one of the main things when I saw you post and asked if anybody had something to share was just um, how I've overcome, like really juxtaposed almost. Um, I've had my gifts my whole life and thought it was just the devil. Mm -hmm. And even after I became a believer, um, continued to walk in that misunderstanding um, until really about... Uh, if I were going to pinpoint it, I'd say 2008 is when the Lord really started to break in, but it took until 2011 before I was even willing to listen and open my mind and heart to the possibility that he was speaking. So it's been really an adventure and a journey. And now I lead a prophetic ministry at um, a very well-known church and the Lord has really um, empowered me to help others to grow in that. So I'm really excited to be here today to share kind of that journey and some of the ways that I overcame that hindrance to hearing from the Lord. That's awesome. So you feel like maybe the, big, the biggest thing that you're going to be sharing with us is how to, how to hear the Lord? Mm-hmm. And have confidence in it. Oh man, that's so good. I, you know, I've talked to just a number of people just this last um, few days going, I don't know how to hear the Lord. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I want to know how to do that. So tell us what, what was the turning point that took place for you? Like what, how did you, how did you get to that point to where you go? I need to hear the Lord. And then something happened to you. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah. So um, it, I was walking in my faith. I'd come to the Lord and had a power encounter, but didn't know that's what it was in the time when I came to the Lord. And as I was just pressing forward, had a lot of uh, oppression, a lot of darkness, a lot of violence around me in my environment and pressing in, pressing in. And then um, one day uh, someone gave me a gift and it was Isaiah um, 41.10, which um, I can't quote. I don't have that kind of memory. But it's basically like, fear not, I've got you. Mm -hmm. And um, there was something that just touched me in it, and I thought, this is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, um, I lived in an environment where everything had to be like brown furniture, white walls, um, and I, I went... And I shut my door and I painted my walls yellow Mm -hmm. and I got like a blue bedspread and it was um, a little bit on the rebellious side, but it was rebelling against darkness. Um, And so from that point, I just started um, questioning, I guess, the the doubt I had about what I was hearing. And then I, and, and slowly the Lord started to remind me how, oh, like I saw this picture and then it happened and, um, and good came from it. Well, where does good come from? There's a scripture that says every good thing comes from heaven above. Okay, so if good things happened, then that must have been the Lord, not the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then just even, it was actually just like this process of, if you look at what I've said in my scripture and you compare that to what's going on, you can't think it's anyone other than me, the Lord. Um, and so that process, but I was so terrified of being a false prophet. Um, that it really, I was afraid to step out. And then in, um, 2010, uh, I had, um, moved into an apartment and there was a lot of just kind of chaos in my life and a lot of transition. And in, when I moved in, I had this day that I was there alone 
And all of a sudden I was completely oppressed. I was on the floor sobbing. I couldn't even think of John 3.16, which anybody who has come to the Lord knows John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. If whoever should believe would have everlasting life. Um, and that couldn't even come to me. And I, um, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I, I fell on my knees. I was sobbing and I just cried out, God help me. And I started moving around and I knocked something over. And then this poem came up that I had written that, um, starts off from a place of oppression. Oh, darkness, come and take me to your dungeon where it's cold. It's a lonely hell for me, but still I call it home. But it ends with, I see the king of glory. He's come to save my heart, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it like, it like just reading that and it was truth. And so it like broke whatever was on me, but it finally gave me the courage to go to the leadership of my church and say, what I actually said was I need an exorcist. <laughs> really? And yeah, no, bless their hearts. You could tell them they were trying to, mm -mm, no. Um, and so they, but they did explain you're a believer. Um, you don't need an exorcist, but you may have some things that are bugging you and messing with you. So they actually, it was, um, a reformed charismatic church. So they were reformed in theology, but charismatic in practice, but very cautiously. So, so nobody really mentored me, but they gave me books to read. And so as I started to read those books, it was just like, um, you know, that hallelujah, like, ah, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and, and then I really had to go through a process where the demonic started to physically manifest very powerfully. Mm -hmm. Um, and really the Lord was like, he who is greater, he who is in you is greater than he is in the world. Fear not. And that fear not, fear not just kept coming up. And so, you know, I mean, people in my home would be like physically oppressed thing. You know, it was, a, it was a wild ride. Um, and then through that, I just was like, okay, God is speaking. How do I listen? How do I know it's him? How do I be faithful to follow what he's saying and not mess this up? Yeah. Um, and, and there was a lot of, um, just like belief that I could even disappoint him, which we can't because Jesus did the work for us. It's mm. not on us. Mm. Um, so that was a part of what he was breaking through too. So honestly, the first thing that I did, I mean, I know it was the Lord who I've just learned if it's a good idea, it came from him. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and the, uh, the first thing I did was like, you know what? I lived at the time I lived in Highland village and I worked in, um, South Lake. And so there was probably 15 different routes I could take on any given day to get to work. And I just started like, you know what I'm going to do? Every time there's a place that I can go right, left or straight, I'm just going to say, which way do you want me to go? And whatever comes to my mind first, I'm going to do and just trust that this is safe. Like I can't screw this up. I can't disappoint the Lord in the way I drive to work. And, um, so what happened with that? Well, it's really amazing because what happened was almost every single morning, I would have these amazing encounters with the Lord. And this one that stands out to me the most, because it was just such a powerful encounter. Um, he had routed me this way and that way. And I was about to get onto 114 in grapevine area. Okay. And the way this ramp was, there was a bunch of trees to the right. I'm coming up the ramp. The ramp raises up and it's early in the morning. I always went in early and this song is playing and I can't remember the name of it, but it's, um, there, there's this like chorus that says as the rising sun will shine. That's part of the course. <clears throat> and as I hit the top of that ramp, and this is again, all these little left, right, left, right, left, right. So with the Lord, I hit the top of the ramp. So the tree line drops, the sun breaks the horizon and just 
burst in my heart like a cloud of glory, mm. right as this song is saying, as the rising sun will shine. Um, and man, I just started weeping. Wow. I started weeping and I was like, okay, I hear from you. That's and awesome. you're, you're, you're even patient enough to, to tell me, turn left, turn right. So you're, so just so we, we can picture this a little bit, you, you're every morning, you're, you're, even though you're going to the same place, mm -hmm. you're trying to hear the Lord for a different direction on, mm -hmm. on go. So did he lead you kind of a different way each time? He would. And sometimes, uh, where after a while, when I started to grow in my confidence, um, he would send me the same route, but he would do different things and, um, have me stop at different places and then put something on my heart to share. Like I would know I needed to, there, I would see somebody just to say, have a great day. Mm. Um, and so I started to have these, what I would call divine encounters where people were like, man, I really needed that. Thank you. Wow. Uh, that's, you know, it was just such a blessing to them. Um, and so that started happening. And then I ended up taking a class on the prophetic fast forward to 2013. Um, and their first assignment was, okay, you need to go out this week and ask the Lord for a word for somebody. Mm. And I'm like, ah, so this so like, terrifying. So this transition took place from I'm hearing the Lord for myself mm -hmm. to now I'm hearing the Lord for others. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, and for me, it was a, a long, like it was over a long course of time, but it was very natural. Like I'm asking, turn left, turn right, Lord. And he's like, I want you to stop right over there. And he'd highlight something, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and even one time he started sending me to one location and then about three quarters of the way there, he's like, Oh no, he's sending me to a specific coffee shop. Um, and about three quarters of the way there, he's like, okay, now go to this different coffee shop. And I was like, okay. So I did. And then I had a divine appointment that happened there. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what was that about? And he's like, I wanted you to know that sometimes I'll send you out in one direction because of the timing to get to where I'm actually taking you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you said something a second ago, because you said highlight, this word mm -hmm. highlight. Um, what is that? Um, the closest thing I can approximate it to is when you walk into a room and there's someone really cute and you're like, Ooh. and you have that little, you know, okay. kind of like that, like that little, um, I guess a buzz. And, and so I'll be walking through a place and, um, it's, it's similar to that, but it's different because it's not, um, hormones, <laughs> it's sure. the Holy Spirit. <laughs> sure. Sure. So you're, you're walking through somewhere and somebody's like, hi, mm -hmm. you use your highlight is mm -hmm. highlighted and mm -hmm. you might see yeah. them, um, going around or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you, you've started to walk in this process. You, you came out of this fear because mm -hmm. of the Isaiah 41 10. Was that right? Yeah, well, I, or Isaiah something. It, it, that was the thing the Lord brought to me was to fear not, and fear was a big hindrance to me in every way. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. So we come out this fear. The Lord takes fear out of your life, and and then you you start to hear His voice, and you're practicing, and you're trying mm -hmm. to learn, and you're trying to hear, mm -hmm. and and then you start to see some results mm -hmm. from hearing the Lord. And so, what's it like now? Like, what's how you've been doing this for a little bit? And, and tell us a little bit about what's it like hearing the Lord now. Yeah, so um, it's just kind of like having a conversation like we're having. And really, um, first of all, practicing spending time with Him is really important. And mm -hmm. having that time where um, you're just focused on Him. And not about trying to get something from Him, 
but about being with him. And so for a long time as a single woman, um, I would wake up at like 4.30 in the morning and I would sing a little song to him and then I would check and read some Bible and ask him about it and and just what I would call snuggling, you mm. know, until I had to really get up and get my day started. Um, and, and then as it continued to grow, uh, even I, I worked at a multi-million dollar international um, technology company and had really some big project stuff that I would have deadlines for that was reporting up to like the chief off, chief chief level officers, um, which is the kind of the highest level of officers. Um, and I don't want you to see level because I don't know if everybody in that, but no, we appreciate um, that. yeah. Thank you. Um, and I would have like, let's just say I knew I needed, you know, three days to get this project done. And the Lord would want me he would be putting on my heart to go um, minister to someone. And I'd be like, okay, I don't have enough time to do what you're asking me to do and get this project done. And and he just, one time I just decided I was going to trust him. <laughs> I'm just going to trust that you are able to produce because you created everything. You're able to produce whatever this is that I have to do um, through me and I can do this ministry. And I did. And it was one of the best reports I've ever gotten feedback on. Like the feedback was amazing. And I really, I'm like, I don't even know what's in it. Cause I, <laughs> cause it was like, I should have had three days and I only spent like a day on it, you know, like literally like a third of the time I would have expected. And, um, and it was amazing. What, if you can remember back to that moment, what happened in that moment? Because I love hearing about hearing the Lord for all different areas. And, and for, for people that I think a lot of times we think about, you know, the, the, the priest or the pastor or the guy behind the pulpit, he's the one or she's the one that the people that are up there mm-hmm. are the ones that hear the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and so but what you're saying is that we can hear the Lord, even in our business setting. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Like when you, can you remember back to that moment where you're sitting there and you're going, okay, Lord, how do I do this? Or were you asking Lord questions or? <clears throat> well, so just kind of going back, the Lord did not just like remove fear. He told me to fear not. And it was something that I, uh, I had to fight for. And so most of my conversations were from Lord, what's going to happen if I don't get this done right? What am I going to lose my job? And blah, 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 blah. And so really what he was bringing me into a place of was just believing him Mm. that he is not going to, um, he's not going to lead me in the way I should not go. The Mm. scripture says, I will lead you in the way that you should go. Um, we make our plans. He directs our steps. And so just having faith that like, yes, I have responsibility. I am an adult. I am, um, empowered by him as his child to walk out and carry the kingdom forward. Um, so I have responsibility. Faith without action is dead. But um, I, I also have to be in a place of um, letting him direct my steps, letting him lead the way. And, and so it was really, it's just been that um, sometimes actually like in the midst of whatever I'm wrestling in, in a grocery store, in a parking lot, just declaring the true scriptures over myself that speak to what I'm having to war against fear over. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 
it's that you're constantly reminding yourself about what God says about you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and take, himself, and himself, <laughs> yes, yeah. and taking that above anything that exalts itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and you're just casting those things down. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's really and that's good. that's actually one of the cornerstone scriptures that he gave me. Like you know that to tear down every lofty opinion that holds itself up against the knowledge of the truth of who he is. Mm-hmm. So it's these opinions that we hold that are against the truth of yeah. who he is. Mm. And so that was like, when I would start to get, ah, he'd be like, is that an opinion? <laughs> <laughs> He's funny. got a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Man, but he reminded you about that even in the moment, mm-hmm. yeah. which is good. And now a quick offer. Have you been wanting to share the gospel with people, being able to step out in the street, been wanting to tell people about how much God loves them? Maybe you want to lay hands on the sick or give a word of encouragement. You can get a shirt at practicethekingdom.com where you can go down the street walking and people are going to see something like this one that says, sick, hurting, want healing. And if you get this shirt, what happens is when you're going out on the street, people are going to see this and they're going to go, man, what are you doing? What's up with that? And people will come up to you and they're going to be like, man, I need healing. And if you're trying to practice laying hands on the sick, seeing the sick healed, then this will help you out. Go check out practicethekingdom.com where you can get a shirt for yourself. Or if you want to sponsor somebody and give them one, you can do that too. Back to the message. So tell us a little bit about a little bit more about hearing the Lord. What are some what are some things that you would recommend to us to be able to, to hear the Lord or to be able to um, just however you want to take that? Talk to mm-hmm. us about hearing the Lord some more. Yeah. So um, as a believer, if you put your faith in Christ, the Holy Spirit dwells in you, and and you can have like um, power surges, like they did on Pentecost, where the, He comes and and empowers you to do something super miraculous or amazing. Um, but he is within us. So he, like, he's in us. Like, he's talking all the time. The issue is, are we listening? Mm. And there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is passive. There could be a truck going by outside, and it's just background noise. But listening means I'm tuning into it. So I can walk into a room of people. There's a den of noise. I hear, you know, the voice of someone that I know. I recognize it, and I listen to it. And then I can hear what that person is saying over all of the din of the room full of people because I'm listening to that, not hearing it like I am the rest of the room. And so one of the main things is just to do things that are going to help you grow in understanding which voice is his. How do you do that? Um, Well, the driving was one of the ways that I did it. I think everybody's going to be different because he has formed each one of us in the way that he Um, desires for us to walk with him. And so for me, it was driving. um, And it ended up being that prayer driving is a big thing that I do with the Lord. Mm. Um, For you, he may do something with photography or with, you know, cameras or lighting, you know, so I just, each person just needs to really, um, I would say, submit and humble themselves and let the Lord teach them. Mm. As it says, the Holy Spirit will teach us and all we need to know. Yeah. Is there, do you have some possible, some tips that can help us to Mm -hmm. be able to begin to listen to the Lord Mm -hmm. and instead of like actively do it? Mm -hmm, Yeah. So the first thing is, um, for me, music, uh, just stirs me. So, uh, when I want to hear the Lord, I will shuffle through the worship songs I have and, and one will just kind of, again, highlight that I'll have that quickening inside of me and I'll just put it on repeat and I'll just lay there and let the music wash over me 
and think about, for me, because um, I'm also a very visual person, so for me, I might lay on my face and put my hands like on, I mean my head on my hands like this, and then use my imagination, which was given to us by the Lord, and is one of the main ways the enemy tries to trip us up, so we can absolutely use it to connect with the Lord. Um, and I'll, I'll think about myself and try to picture myself with my, my head on Jesus' feet. And like this, having this on my head kind of gives me a, a tangible experience to kind of help my heart connect to the truth. That in fact, it says we're seated in the heavenly places. So I do have access to his feet on his throne mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And then just sitting there and just waiting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, and, you know, early on, there was a lot of times that scary things happened because I had a lot of um, that kind of stuff swirling around me that I hadn't like closed the doors to, if you will. Um, and so that would be the first thing is just to what stirs your heart for the Lord. Some people it may be reading, some people it may be painting, some people it may be running. So it's not like there is a one size fits all with the Lord at all. That's but you great. find the thing that you know makes your heart go, oh, wow, you're awesome. Mm. And then do that thing with your heart open to receive what he wants to give you. And that's, I think that's really valuable because a lot of times I think when we try to go hear the Lord, we get before the Lord and then we talk the whole time, Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and then we walk away and we go, well, I didn't hear Jesus, Yeah. but we didn't spend the active listening time mm-hmm. to be able to sit there in his yeah. presence. Yeah. And you mentioned something a second ago about, um, finding the thing that really stirs your heart mm-hmm. before him. And so... There's, there's so many different things that people could have that really stirs their heart for them. But could you give us some advice on being able to really discern whether we're actually hearing the Lord? Because I know sometimes it's like, okay, and you kind of mentioned that too, as you practice driving around and you mm-hmm. get to the point, you hear the good thing. But is there anything else that you would think through or want us to know that says, this is a good way that you know it's the Lord and this is a way that it's not the Lord? Mm-hmm. Sure. There's a few things that I would probably touch on. First of all, when you're when you're listening for the Lord, when you say, "Lord, um, what do you love about Brian?" Um, the first thing that came to my mind was his passion. Okay, so I'm going to assume the first thing that comes to my mind is the Lord because I've asked the Lord a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing that comes is typically going to be me going, "Was that the Lord?" And then after that, it's probably going to be the enemy trying to convince me it really wasn't the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so. I'm first thing I heard was passion. So, okay, Brian, I just, I really feel like the Lord said he really loves your passion. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of one step. Um, the other step is, um, we compared against scripture. Mm. Um, the book, the Bible is inspired. It's the word of God, but it isn't God. So it doesn't give us everything. It even says that if, if you were to write down everything Jesus said and did, it wouldn't, the books wouldn't even fit in the world. So, it is, um, it reveals him to us, but it's not a box. It's not setting a box. So we want to look and see if what we're hearing from the Lord is aligned with the nature and character of God, which means you have to read your Bible. You have to know your Bible. You have to study it too, which is uh, similar to listening versus hearing. Listening um, is the active and hearing is the passive. So when we read our Bible, we can be very passive. When we study it, we're very active and that helps us engage the Holy Spirit and understand his nature and character more. So, um, a great case in point is, um, you know, if, uh, you know, the Lord might have me, um, 
like prayer driving. There's nothing in the Bible about prayer driving because, guess what? They didn't have cars. <laughs> but it's in his nature and character to send people out to pray over a place, um, to bless a place, to bless the land. So you look and you say, okay, well, I can see where the, what the purpose of this is aligned with the nature and character of God, even though nobody was driving cars in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a simplified example. Um, so we would uh, want to go with the first thing. The um, the next thing is testing it against the Word of God, and then um, just the process overall. You're gonna God's revelation is always perfect, so we we get His revelation. Then we have to interpret what does it mean, and then we have to apply it. And so the interpretation, uh, well, we test it first. So that steps in there. So we get the revelation, we test it against the Scripture. Um, then we want to interpret it. So. In the case of me asking the Lord what he loves about you, I just simply had a very, what I call, strong thought, his passion. So that was pretty straightforward. Hmm. Um, but maybe I would have gotten a picture. Uh, let's say that I got a picture of um, of a, uh, like a runner, running and um, just seeing the finish line and just oh, pushing, 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 and, and then stumbling across the, the finish line. Okay, well, what is that? Are you a runner? I don't know. So I have to really ask the Lord then, what does this mean? Um, And then once I kind of process that, what does it mean? Then how do I apply it? Is it something I just need to pray for? Um, Which is often one of the things I see people do. They they get a a revelation of a, a struggle someone has and they feel like they have to go say, oh, this is your struggle and you need to stop struggling instead of praying for them and finding ways to come alongside them to help them overcome. Um, and so the application piece is really important. What does the Lord want you to do with this information? Because, and, and the test there is, is it love? Mm. Because if it's not love, if it's not something that's building one another up, if it's not moving toward the unity of faith of us becoming more like Jesus, then it's probably not the right application. Mm. Um, and then in the um, interpretation part, like, so that again is just, you're going to have to kind of go with um, what I would say your heart opens up to um, and, and a lot of times the Lord will give us pictures or uh, revelation in a way that it will have a meaning to us that it may not have to the person that he's giving it for. So for me, like if I ask the Lord, well, what does that mean? The first thought that comes to my mind is, well, when I see that, I think of someone who's really persevering and, and no matter what, man, they are going to push themselves until they cross that finish line. Well, that ties right into passion, right? If you're passionate about something, then you're going to be probably good at persevering and and really pushing until you cross the finish line. And so then I would say, Brian, wow, you know, the Lord really just put it on my heart that he loves your passion and that he, he sees your perseverance, that you are fighting to finish the race and cross the finish line. And, mm-hmm. and you're going to, you're going to. It may be stumbling. You may be, you know, like, you know, fall and you cross it like so many of those marathon runners do, but you're going to cross it. And he, he sees your perseverance and he's with you. in it. Yeah. So. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now that's exciting. <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to be getting a word myself today, but Hey, it's pretty cool. Right? <laughs> so man, I, I'm excited. These are some really great steps and really great, uh, you know, like great story about what you've shared with us and how the Lord's like taking your life and he's, and he's used you and moved in you. And he's, he's like really a, helped you to connect to him mm-hmm. because you, I mean, you even said in the beginning at one point in there that, that, 
it's so valuable to spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and that time with Jesus will, will lead into the other things and really be able to hear his voice. And mm-hmm. man, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. So uh, what we want to do right now is we want to pray for you all because I believe that God wants to... Um, to, to share the, the love of Jesus with you and be able to do the same thing in your life that, that he's done in Michelle's. Yeah. And so, Michelle, would you pray for yes, the people that are yes, listening yes, that they I can receive the same thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Father, I thank you for every person who is hearing this today, Lord, and their families as well, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that you would bless them with a renewing of their mind and a renewing of their heart that they would be open and willing to receive the mystery as well as walk in boldness, Lord, that they would have confidence in your love for them, in their hearing from you, and that you would show each of them the special way that you want to connect with them and build intimacy and connection, joy that overflows, Lord. And I just am remembering, Lord, and I just bless every person with drinking deeply from the living water so that they are full. And as they continue to drink, they're going to overflow. So they're never pouring out. They're never drying out, Lord. They're always full of your living water and overflowing on all of those around them, whether it's at home or work or shopping, Lord, traffic. Bless us all in the traffic, Lord. Yes. Um, And amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Awesome. Hey, Michelle, is there anything else that you want to leave us with? And also, how do we get a hold of you? How do we find out about partnering with you or helping Mm -hmm. the ministry that you're a part of? Sure, sure. So um, there is actually a thought I had that I wanted to make sure I got out there. Please. Don't limit how the Lord can speak. Mm. He can speak through visions and dreams. He can speak through um, audible, like you can hear it like someone is speaking to you. It can be strong thoughts. It can be impressions as you're walking. Like I said, when I, when someone's highlighted, it's just this kind of like kind of feeling. But other people would maybe describe it differently. You know, they might uh, just do a double take. Like, what was that? You know, so don't don't dismiss anything. Just because, like, when you ask a question, whatever comes next, push into it and ask the Lord to help you understand how He's speaking through that. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then, as far as getting in touch with me, yeah, um, my husband and I have a. A nonprofit, lambsoflivingfire.com. We put testimonies there. He um, is an evangelist, so we have a lot of fun stories there. And um, we're going to start posting some teachings and things like that. But that's a place that you can find out about what we're doing as well as um, support us through prayer or um, donations if you want to. That's so. awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, I, don't know, I don't know if you were wanting to share this too, but you have a book, right? I do. Can you tell us about that? that yeah, book? yeah, that's a really neat experience. So, um, And it actually involves the prophetic, of course. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> in uh, 2014... I had gone into the prophetic rooms we have at our church, and uh, it was a really encouraging word. At the end, um, someone had said to me, um, you know, I, I I hear the Lord saying, yes, you're going into full-time ministry. I totally forgot about it. Hmm. Totally forgot about it. But this is why we have people record, because you never know. So then in December of 2015, I felt the Lord tell me, I want you to give notice that you're leaving your job on April 1st. Hmm. And I'm like, um, single mom. Um, so only income and, 
had been at this company for 11 years. So I had a really comfortable salary, six weeks paid vacation plus holiday. Like it was a super comfortable place to be. And I'm like, uh, what? Um, and, and I was, I was nervous, but I knew the Lord's voice. So I started moving forward with that. Um, he had wanted me to do it on, give the notice on January 1st. I didn't ended up doing it on February 1st, but I still left on April 1st. And he told me he wanted me to write a book. And um, looking back at my journals, even like late March of 2016, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to write this book. And I don't know if it's anything's ever going to happen with it. But about the same time, I, I found my phone that um, had, I'd been recording on and um, it wasn't the one I was currently using. And I started scrolling through, found that word. And on it, it came to, that word came back. The Lord saying yes to going into full-time ministry. So it was super comforting in a time of walking in faith that I really had to battle fear, right? Mm. Mm. His fear was trying to come get me. He's not going to be there for you. And then to have that word come back. Um, and also just a sign of how sometimes the Lord has to prepare us because on the recording, my response to that person was like, I don't want to go into full-time ministry. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. And then, um, what happened was I started writing on April 1st, the Lord would have me go sit in a coffee shop and he'd say, write about this. And I would write and then I'd be done. Then he told me the order to put the writings in. Um, then I got connected with create space. I, uh, had been, um, prophetically painting. So, uh, I had an album cover. My mom, um, works in an industry where she has to do, um, I guess it's typesetting cause she works with legal documents and everything has to be aligned perfectly. So she went through and edited it just to make sure that the alignment was right. So, um, so I started writing it April 1st of 2016 and it was on Amazon July 1st, 2016. Wow. Yeah. That's quick. It is. It is. And it's, it's well done. It's not like it doesn't, it's not thrown together at all because the Lord multiplies the work of our hands. Just like I shared earlier with my, my work. And so, yeah, so I, I posted it. Um, and one of the things that the Lord told me as I was writing, it was that, um, when people read it, uh, he has something for each person who mm. reads it. And, um, my mom after she read it, um, the, the manuscript, she had an encounter with the Lord, mm. the first like encounter encounter she'd ever had. Um, and in it, the Lord just told her how much he loved her in a way that she believed it in a way she had never believed it before. Mm. And so just what I saw that that did for my mom, I was like, I don't care what else comes from this. And I don't care if I don't have anything, you know, if I don't have any money, like, seeing my mom receive that kind of a blessing from it was invaluable, you know, but, um, over, and the Lord told me not to market it at that time. Um, yeah. And so, uh, he told me just to let it be what it is to post it on Facebook. I posted on Facebook and, um, I've given a lot away as I do travels and ministry. And I've heard just amazing stories of, of what the Lord has had for different people in it. So mm. it's, um, that's the biggest blessing is hearing how it's touched people. And, uh, but actually I'm going to start, um, like, I feel like it's time to actually market it. So we'll see what happens with that coming forward. Yeah. So this is the perfect launch. To Here we go. <laughs> Launching the book today. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's <laughs> called Becoming Beautiful Encounters with the Truth Teller. Um, it's on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. If you're a Kindle unlimited subscriber, it's free to read. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, it is under my maiden name, Michelle Sims. 
because awesome. I, I got married in uh, 2017. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, man, I'm excited. This has yeah. been so great. I really Brian, appreciate you coming. Thank you. Today. Thank, thank you, Brian. You. And I just bless all you're doing in the practice, the kingdom that you started. That's really amazing. And I am excited to see what the Lord's going to do and birth through that. Thank so, you. Yeah. Bless thank you, you very much. Thank you. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun today. Yeah. We hope that you all enjoyed this. And uh, this has been another episode of Practice the Kingdom. And we're here just to help you grow into the kingdom, grow into being full stature, full ministry, like full full sons of and daughters mm-hmm. of the king. And we're just excited. So we hope this has been encouraging to you. And get ready, because next time, her husband's coming on. <laughs> get ready for Seth. That's right. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. He's a wild one in a way, in a great way. <laughs> yeah, we love him. Yeah. So awesome. You guys be blessed. See ya. Amen. God bless you. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining. And remember, you can send a message to us at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot fm forward slash practice the kingdom forward slash message. That is https colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot fm forward slash practice the kingdom forward slash message. Send us something. Thanks. Practice the kingdom.